All right, welcome back, everybody, here to Mariucci Arena on the campus of the University of Minnesota, where our score, after one period in the second game of the Mariucci Classic, it's Merrimack 1, Minnesota 1. And I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. Joining us in the first intermission is Justin Mansfield, assistant captain, uh, senior defenseman for the Warriors, and uh, uh, out of the lineup day-to-day with a lower body injury, Justin. But uh, this game here tonight, uh, first period, it looked like you guys uh, you know, took, took a little bit of time maybe to get, get your legs there, but played better and better as the period went along and got a nice goal from Hampus Gustafson who's getting interviewed by TV right now too. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, kind of has been our MO throughout the year, uh, especially away, kind of feeling out the rink, feeling out the team, and especially here with so much time off. Um, I think this was definitely the case, but a little shaky the first 10 minutes. Uh, Raz shut the door for us as he always does, uh, but then we clearly picked it up, had some uh, possession time in their own end. And I uh, got some shots to the net, which was great. And then nice pass by uh, my deep partner to uh, Hampus for a nice little breakaway. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Aaron Titcomb picking up his first assist there. And, and, and a lot of times you see a guy that's playing well and they get rewarded on the score sheet. He has been playing better and better as he's, as he's gone along here in his freshman year, getting more comfortable out there. And, you know, make, as you said, made a nice play there. Hampus Gustafson as well to split the D and go in and score the goal. Right. I mean, we say at this point to our freshman, uh, in the second half of the season, you're no longer a freshman. Uh, for the most part, they've all played a, a major role uh, towards the success of our team this year. So I think they understand that they're a big part of this team and that they need to play hard and well night in and night out. And it seems like you guys, as the upperclassmen, I mean, you guys set the tone, right? And, and you try to lead the way and show these guys what they need to do, uh, uh, not only as, as Division One players, but also as Merrimack players. What are some of the things that, that you try to focus on with you guys? Um... I think Dan and I do a good job off the ice communicating. Uh, in the past, I think that's what we lacked the most, and Dan and I, and as well as the coaching staff, talked about that before the season. Uh, so, I mean, communication has been key, no matter what it is, uh, just talking to everyone, letting people know what's going on, uh, letting them know if they need to get going, I mean, holding the guys accountable. Um, but that's really what we focused on this entire year. Um, and I think the communication has brought, brought the team closer together. I think you can see we're a tight-knit group and everyone plays for each other. You know, when you talk about that, that, that word accountability, a lot of times you hear it, but, you know, what does it really mean? Is it the kind of thing where, uh, I mean, the guy knows that, hey, you know, if, if I make a mistake, I'm going to step up and be the first guy to admit it. Is it that kind of thing or is it something else? Well, it's that. It's on the ice and off the ice as well. I mean, it goes for, yeah, we have uh, maybe two team lifts a week, but it goes without saying that guys get in there every day. So if you're one of those guys who isn't in there, you're... It's, it's going to be known that you weren't in there. So guys let them know. Or, um, at this point, I feel like it's it's understood. It's just understood that uh, there's a way of life to Merrimack hockey, and I think we've established it this year. Is that something, I mean, we heard, uh, I think, Dan Colomata say it earlier, and I think I've heard you say as well, something that, that you got from the guys, that when you came in, the guys like Carl Stollery and so on? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, we got here. I mean, we had a big class as well, so we can relate to the guys uh, coming in this year. Um, and the senior class was big, and we already have a big senior class too. And they, they basically drew us to the walls, and they, for the most part, led by example. But here, I think Dan and I have tried to communicate it as well, but lead by example, as well as the other freshmen. I mean, as well as the other seniors. I think Quinn, Clayton, Singles have done a great job. 
Raz has definitely led by example. His his on ice performance has been outstanding this year. You know, another thing that I, I notice and I, I see it about your team every time when they go out and play is that everybody's got a role. It might be a little bit different, but every role is important in, in the game, whether it's, you know, that you're going to be a guy who's more of a defensive specialist. You're going to kill penalties, or you're going to be a guy that's out there on the power play and, and, and try to make plays like that, or, you know, the, uh, defensive plays and players and so on. Uh, like I said, everybody seems to have a role and, and know what the role is and play it well. All right, absolutely. I mean, everyone goes into the game prepared to do their job and you're right, at this point in the season, we have close to 20 games under our belt, and the guys kind of uh, find a niche on the team and understand where their role is, if you're a penalty killer or a power play guy. But I think everyone's prepared to fill in the gap if uh, the time comes, if someone gets hurt, body goes down. Uh, you got to be ready to fill that gap. And you might be called upon, and uh, it serves as a good opportunity for guys as well. So you got to be ready to fill uh, really any role on this team, I think, for a lot of the guys out and you're a guy that I think that, you know, the younger guys can look to you and say, you know, here's a guy who was wanted to do whatever he could to help the team, right? I mean, you're playing forward a couple years ago, and they ask you to move back to defense to help out, and you're more than willing to do that. And look what's happened since then. You've been one of the team's top defensemen. I mean, that kind of play, a selfless kind of play, is what this, in my mind, what this program has always been about. Right, and uh, for me personally, uh it was pretty selfish on my point uh, to take to take defense. They're like, "Well, you'll have ice if you go on defense." And like, okay, it sounds good to me. But no, it's uh, it's definitely something I I like about my game. Um, I think it's been hard a hard couple of years for me, but it's been a lot of learning and uh, a lot of great experience I took with it. And I think a lot of the, the young guys do look at that. Like, well, he did whatever he had to do for his team, and I hope, I hope they feel the same way that they'll do whatever it takes to make this team successful. You had played forward, as you mentioned, but but coming in before before Merrimack, you played defense as well. So um, when you made that move back to defense a couple of years ago, uh, what was the biggest adjustment, I guess, that you had to make? I mean, I'm sure things happen faster than a junior and so on, but what were some of the things that you had to do to, to, to be able to, to, as I said, become the one of the top defensemen on the team uh, as you have been? Um, at first, it was definitely the speed, uh, definitely getting my legs under me. Obviously, you, you use a lot, a lot more edge work on uh, the defensive end here, but um, it was definitely the speed at first, uh, understanding when to make plays and when to just make the safe play, chip it off the glass. Um, and I think when I first started out, Kyle Bigos was uh, my defensive partner, and he helped me a lot, uh, both on the ice and off the ice. Uh, he was a big supporter for me, and that helped a lot. Um, and also Coach Carr, Coach Denny, even Coach Stewart last year, and Coach Gilligan this year, they're all very supportive. I'm still learning. Uh, I still learn a ton new every day, watch video constantly, and try to improve my game. We're a finance major, a senior, so you graduate this year. Uh, uh, we'll talk about hockey in a minute, but with regard to finance, what, what would you like to do in that area uh, down the road whenever that is, whenever hockey's over? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. Um, but who knows? Who knows? I still like to play hockey as long as I can, so we'll go from there. All right, Justin, we have a second period coming up here, one-to-one uh, -one our score. What do you think they're talking about down in the locker room that they need to focus on? Um, I definitely think possession is a, uh, kind of something that they're harping on down there. Uh, also, not running out of position. Uh, we talk a lot, especially as defensemen, leaving grade A. Um, I think on this ice sheet in particular with so much space, you can't leave 
a good spot in front of the net, a good uh, defensive position, and run at a guy on the boards and get passed by, or at least risk uh, getting passed by and an opportunity going the other way. All right, Justin, thanks a lot for joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, get well soon. Happy New Year, and we'll see you back soon. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you. All right, Justin Mansfield's been our guest here in the first intermission. Merrimack in Minnesota tied up at one. We'll be back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.